Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. talking out loud as you can tell i'm thrilled to be recording this episode i'm sure you're thrilled to be listening to it uh dayton has their biggest stinker of the season losing to george mason on the road 71 to 67 uh in a game that was a microcosm of how dayton has played basketball in the last month uh we've talked about it ad nauseum on this show about how dayton hasn't played a full 40 minutes since the rhode island game and that was uh that was very evident uh last night against George Mason. I'm recording this at 11.17 on Wednesday, February 21st. So I'm just going to kind of go through my overall thoughts of this game. Uh, this is not going to be a long show. Uh, frankly, it's not going to be a good one. Uh, I'm not really happy to be recording this, just like you probably aren't very happy to be listening to it. But if you are listening to it, I appreciate you regardless. appreciate you all tuning in. So listen to me bitch about the Dayton Flyers for roughly 10 to 15 minutes. Okay, uh, right off the rip, uh, Dayton, this was uh, not, a good, not a good performance by any stretch. Uh, Duran Holmes, 8 of 15, 26 points. He played you know, a, a Duran-type game. Uh, my problem lies with literally every other player on the basketball team. The rest of the team goes 15 of 41 for 41 points. Uh, Kobe Brea scores nine in the little run to get Dayton back into the game after 
Uh, they went scoreless from the 16.35 mark to the 9.23 mark, which is 7 minutes and 12 seconds without a point in a basketball game, uh, without a timeout called, without any adjustment to that. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't very good. And uh, Kobe Elvis, again, was uh, an absolute no-show. 2 of 11 for 5 points, 1 of 4 from 3. Turn the ball over twice, 1 assist. I mean, that's... Flat out, not good. Uh, he hasn't played good basketball here in the, since the St. Joe's game. Uh, and this team is just much, much better when he plays well. And uh, he's far too inconsistent. He needs to play better. Uh, Javon Bennett played probably his worst game uh, in, in a long while. He was only 2 of 4, 6 points, fouled out, uh, had 5 assists, didn't turn the ball over. But uh, he probably had his worst game. Uh, Nate Santos goes three of nine for seven points, kind of a non-factor, also in foul trouble, four fouls. As I said, Kobe Brea, three of six, three of six from three, nine points. Kind of got Dayton back into the game after they trailed by 11, but that was pretty much all he did. Uh, Enoch Cheeks, good first half, pretty much disappeared in the second half, didn't really do anything. And then, as I mentioned, uh, Deron Holmes, eight of 15, two of four from three, eight of nine from the line uh, for 26 points. Uh, so Dayton... How did they get there? Well, the first half, I thought, you know, they played okay. They could have played better, uh, but it was a close game. Dayton led by, what, six at the half and opened up the second half, 38-27. You know, less than a minute and a half into the second half, they get it to 11. Uh, George Mason calls timeout, a novel idea indeed. Uh, from that timeout, uh, as I said, Dayton went scoreless from the 16-35 mark. It was 42-36. to Mason outscores Dayton 44 to 29 the rest of the way after that timeout by Mason. And yeah, the show, uh, you know what? The show's not going very well. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do something here. Real quick. I'm going to take a timeout, uh, timeout. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we're back from the timeout. So, Mason did a very good job of driving. They, they made a concerted effort to get the ball to the rack and get fouled. Uh, did I think the officiating was very good in this game? No, I did not. Uh, did it cause Dayton to lose the game? No, it absolutely did not. Uh, Dayton didn't really try and get to the rim much. They didn't try and get to the line. They only took 14 free throw attempts to Mason's 29, and Mason made 24 of their free throws. Uh, and Dayton made 10. So that's pretty much where this game shook out. There's really not much else to take away from it other than the fact that Dayton playing like shit finally caught up with them. Uh, this is, you know, quite frankly, the worst loss of the season. This is worse than the Richmond loss. This is worse than the VCU loss. This is the worst loss of the season. And, you know, is the sky falling? I don't know, maybe. But it's the panic button is, I haven't pushed it yet, but I have uh, removed the protective glass case and the red light is blinking directly into my eyes. So, yeah, it's not a good scene right now. Dayton hasn't played a complete 40 minutes since the Rhode Island game. Uh, and, you know, playing bad for stretches of a game caught up with them tonight. They they just 
disappeared for seven minutes. And you can't do that, when, especially when you're on the road in college basketball and expect to win basketball games. So, you know, this is a, a very frustrating, frustrating loss. Uh, it's one, you know, I always try to be as optimistic as possible when it comes to these sorts of things. But tonight, it's kind of a hard night to be optimistic about anything, really. And what Dayton has to do is they have to flush it. They get a week off. Honestly, couldn't have come at a better time just to kind of reset, get away from it all for, for a week and just kind of reassess with where you're at and try and get going on the right track because uh, they've gone backwards. Dayton, quite frankly, has gone backwards. Uh, I, you know, we talked about on last week's show, you know, have they played their best basketball yet? Well, you keep playing like this, you're going to get bounced out of the A-10 tournament in this, you know, before the semifinals then who God knows where you end up in the NCAA tournament. If they play like they did tonight, even in the first half when the game was close, if they play like they did tonight in the NCAA tournament, you might as well just save your money and not even make the trip because that they'll get blown out of the gym by 20 regardless of who they play. And quite frankly, it, it was a pretty embarrassing performance by Dayton tonight. Um, that's harsh. People will think, Maybe think I'm being a little too harsh, but you know what? I'm just being real about what I watched tonight. What I watched tonight, quite frankly, uh, was bullshit. And it was a, a, a bad, bad performance and one that they need to bounce back from in a big way as we head into our last couple A-10 games. Um, you, you play like that against Loyola, you're going to get punked. You play like that against VCU in your last home game of the season, you're going to get punked. Honestly, if you play like that against St. Louis, you're going to get beat. I'm not going to say punked by them because St. Louis isn't punking anybody this season because they're fucking terrible. But you will lose to them if you play like you did tonight, especially in that second half. So that's, quite frankly, where we're at. This isn't, like I said, this isn't going to be a long show. Um, I want to go to bed. But I, I'm doing this for the people. I'm doing this for the listeners to get a show out. Uh, it's not going to be, as I said, this isn't going to be long. Quite frankly, it isn't going to be very good. This is a podcast that when I'm done, I'm going to upload this thing and try and forget about it until Dayton plays basketball again. But in the meantime, I'm going to forget that Dayton basketball is currently happening after tonight because I think I need a break from it. I think you need a break from it. I think everybody just needs to have a weekend where we don't worry about Dayton playing basketball and just come back next week and reassess and move it from there. The The timeout thing, you know, I, I'm a big proponent of, you know, everybody wants Grant to call timeouts. And there are times where, yes, like Grant needs to call timeout. Tonight was one of those times where when they're going on this big run and you just stand there with your arms crossed expecting your team to get out of it, like, like yo, man, like you, you got to use these every once in a while. I'm, I'm, a lot of times I'm cool with him not taking timeouts because and having the team try and figure it out, but tonight was not that night. You needed to calm them down. You needed to settle them down. And, you know, ultimately it was too little too late. Dayton – Gets back into the game thanks to the Kobe Brea barrage of threes, but they can't just can't get back over the hump. Mason makes their free throws. They ice the game at the line, and ultimately that leads to Dayton's defeat. Um, other than that, a ten rundown. Let's see what we got here. Um, it's, um, I can't find it. The hell with it. Uh, the a ten is the a ten. Dayton's not in first. There you go. There's your a ten rundown. Uh, like I said, this wasn't a good podcast. I'm well aware of that. Um, but I wanted to get something out there. I didn't feel like waiting till tomorrow to record and releasing it on Friday. Uh, I'm not going to make Sully stay up till 11.25 p.m. at night uh, to record a podcast for 
a performance that was uh, supremely disappointing. So uh, on this show, we have two rules. They are wear red, be loud, enjoy the week off, enjoy your free weekend, everybody. Go out, do something fun, uh, go to the park, uh, go, to a, go to a bar, get a drink, go catch a movie. Uh, do something other than worrying about what's going to happen with Dayton's basketball team for the weekend, because Lord knows that's exactly what I'm going to do. Again, we have two rules on this show. They're wear red, be loud. See you next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.